In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, dear Lord, we ask that the Holy Spirit be here in this room with us, and that he guide all that we say here and take into our hearts. Amen. Okay, this is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and prophets depend on these two commandments. Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. So what was he actually doing, Keith? Well, uh, I just read it, so and it wasn't that long, but I can tell. <laughs> wow. It was, uh, <laughs> Sounds like me when I teach in class. I would ignore that question. Yeah. That was definitely... Uh, I do sometimes, yeah. That was, I just read it. Next question. <laughs> that was really it's awesome. <laughs> That was that was a great response. Yeah, <laughs> that was about as good as I've heard in a very really long time. Because I heard the Sadducees <laughs> and, and uh, it's uh, about the two commandments. Yeah. You whittle it down to two. That was perfect. Yeah. So someone tried to test Jesus, saying, "Hey, which is the greatest commandment?" And Jesus said, "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That this is the greatest in the first commandment, and the second is like it." You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. And that's it. Yeah. So when we go to meet him, is that what we're going to talk about? He might ask you what you did. Yeah, what did you... Go back to Matthew 25, 31 to 46. Did you... Well, we did it last night. We tried. Well, Loving uh, people. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was thinking about this one, and um, I was reading some stuff, and they were like, oh, you know... Uh, the guy asks him, "What's he asks him? What's the greatest commandment?" And Jesus responds with two commandments. And but he says, "You know, the second one is like it." And so what's kind of unique about uh, it's in some ways it's, it's not that unique because if you you can separate the ten commandments into you know loving God and loving neighbor, but um, but what's kind of unique about it is that Jesus is linking the how, loving your neighbor is like loving God. And um, so I was thinking about that, and I was thinking how I've I've, I've heard um, people say that, um, particularly in, in marriage situations, that uh, you know uh, that you get to the point where love is not a feeling. Like the definition, the Catholic definition of love is willing the good of the other, and and frequently in like marriage situations, people <clears throat> in the modern day at least think of love as like a feeling like you know oh i love you so much and, and or i i don't love you anymore i fell out i don't i don't i fell out of love with you or something like that and that's not exact and and so uh like what i've heard is that um in like long lasting marriages what happens is you do get to the point where you're like you know that feeling is gone but you still will the good of other you still love the other uh not because of any any other reason other than that you love God, that God lo you see them as God sees them. You see them as like, you know, yes, it's a flawed individual and, and just like I am and stuff. And so, 
I was thinking of that how how um, uh, loving God above all things actually helps us to to you know not only love like our family and friends better because we like love them because God loves them, not because of anything else, but because you know we see them or we try to see them kind of as, as God does uh, as children of God, and so that, like it calls you to like a higher level of love for your neighbor. Um, but also, like you know, Jesus said, you know, to, to love your enemies, and and I, I feel like the only way you, or the only way that makes sense to actually love your enemies, to like will their their good, is if you try to see them like from God's perspective, like you know, like as if they are, um, you know, uh, ignorant or misbehaving children. Like I think of terrorists, and 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 um, like you could get caught in that cycle of of like wanting <clears throat> revenge against them and things like that and holding grudges for you know generations and stuff or you could be like you know what uh uh you know they're, they're children of god they're like you know only god knows what has gone on with them that causes them to be the way that they are and and um and you know and and i'm not god so, so I, I can only do so much uh and and so you don't try to like you know change them uh uh or hold them or, or I don't know, there's, just, there's some thoughts that I had related to this. Yeah. Just to keep going along those lines, I think I can make a connection for you, Keith, which I made by reading Monsignor Pryor's reflection on this gospel. It goes back to Genesis, and you guys know it. It's Genesis 1. It's part of 26, and it's all of 27. So 26 starts off, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image, after our likeness. Then go on to 27. God created mankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So the way Monsignor is talking about this gospel is the fact that that's something we need to try to do. Is um, And when I was on mission trips, one goal we had was to, to see the face of Jesus and other people. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that night in our reflection in the evening, uh, every evening. Um, and of course, some of us, uh, including myself, we, we didn't do that for whatever reason or reasons, but... But to love somebody, you're exactly right. It's, it's a choice. It's not a feeling. Um, I don't think Christ, this is my opinion, I don't think he felt like dying on the cross, but he chose to do that because that was his Father's will. That's the way I look at it. The ultimate um, act of love is the fact that he chose to do his Father's will by dying on the cross for love of us. But, but getting down to those two commands, commandments in terms of loving our neighbors as ourselves is... I think we need to try to see the image of Christ in others, which is extremely hard. Everybody here knows that, including myself. It's hard. And you brought up some things about the way people act, including us, is the fact that we don't do God's will sometimes. We just, I think, instead of thinking about what we should do in terms of um, the way Christ taught us, is we just react. And it's, it's what the devil wants. It's not what we want or what, the, or what God wants us to do. So, it, it, it's a neat reflection. Monsignor Briars, it's at CatholicPhilly.com. Um, in terms of, you know, going back to Genesis and loving others, that's all. In that arena, Father O'Shaughnessy was telling us that there was a, there's a distinct difference between liking somebody and loving somebody. Love, a commitment. You know, you, you know, it yeah. goes beyond the feeling. It's a commitment. You say, like, mm-hmm. look, I love you. I've given myself to you. Well, I, what can I do to make things better for you? Yeah. Like that. And then liking, you, you 
you eat, there's things that you like and dislike about somebody. Like, oh, you know, they, they treat you very well, and they scramble you an egg or something, or whatever. But then they holler at you, or they have their own situations. So there's things you like and dislike about somebody. So it's it's really two distinct uh, uh, definitions of liking, disliking, and then loving. And loving is the commitment part where it's like, look, I love you. It's funny because when um, when I was <coughs> younger, dating, and uh, now people would say, "What are you looking for, right, in a woman, uh, in a wife?" Um, I would reflect on that, and of course, you want someone who's got the same kind of likes and dislikes, and yeah. you know, whatever, you know, some things in common. And, you know, like to be uh, religious, or whatever, you know, they, whatever that kind of stuff, but. But I came to the conclusion that um, you can be in a relationship with anybody because it really is a commitment, right? So you could see somebody, you know, over there, and and you decide to get in a relationship and marry that person, and you're gonna have just as much of a of a chance of survival as the next guy because it's a commitment, right? So um, if you don't have that commitment, then it isn't gonna work. You know? um, and then I always don't care for this uh, second one that he says, "Love your neighbor as yourself," right? Because I always think that you should love yourself. <laughs> that's exactly. So I say some people should, don't. You're right. That's, what I, that's exactly my point. Yeah. And what I so I say, why didn't he say love people more than yourself? Because then it would have covered those people who, because especially you, you know this working with kids, right? Kids hate themselves, right? Some do. Yeah. Well, a lot of them, a lot of them, especially yeah. nowadays, right? There's all these kids they're just screwed up in the head, and they're just uh, it's Why just is that it's, it's just because it's the way they are conditioned now that um, that they don't belong, you know, and that's why they try to find all these different oddities and quirks that they can latch onto to try to belong to something, you know, and. Um, so that's why I, I get confused with that. Love your neighbor as yourself, right? Um, I actually, but, I, I was the same. I, I had a similar stumbling block in that because, yeah, like, you know, you, you are, it's like, you know, a self-hating person. <laughs> it's like, you, know, you, you don't like yourself as much. So I can understand why you'd want to say, treat others better. But I also think that it's like, uh, Jesus wants you to, you know, love yourself also. And it's and like, you know, God... Uh, as a father, you know, loves all his children, and 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 so uh, it may be in a sense the reason he says you know to love your neighbor as yourself is because he's also calling you to love yourself. You know, you know, love all sinners, including yourself. <laughs> I guess you can uh, think about yeah. it this way in terms of let's say I'm a person where I do love myself, or I'm a person where I don't love myself at all, um, and I'm thinking about one of you guys or somebody else. And I ask myself the question, hypothetically, how would I want any of you or anybody else to treat me? How would I want, how would I want any of you to treat me? Would I want you to, um, I'll just make up examples on the spot. Um, would I like it if you invited me to go out to coffee later today after dinner? Of course I would. 
I think that's loving the other person. You're making a choice to do something for somebody else. Or would I rather you, um, before we leave today, uh, would I want you to come up to me, say some not-so-nice things about me, and say, you know, I don't care if I see you later today. <laughs> I mean, what, what, which one would I want? I just made those up. <laughs> which one would I want? I think I want the first one. So maybe he's getting us to think about it. Um, how would I want somebody else to treat me? good to have that on your mind. What's that? Just the, hey, I, I want to I love somebody. I want to give them myself. I want to do All what right. I can. You know, in some cases, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's nothing that I can do, but I can try. All right, maybe, how about, this has come up before many times, men's group on Saturdays or even here in the podcast, is go back to the Our Father. The four words, your will be done. That's why I picked them for my website address. Your will be done. Um, we know what his will is for us. Is It's to love others. It's right in the gospel. So let's do it. <laughs> but we forget sometimes. We, the, the devil sneaks in and he gets the best of us sometimes. And then, you know, we ask for forgiveness and we move on from there. But we're all human. We make mistakes. Pour water in your coffee. That's too hot, otherwise. Oh, yeah. Put ice cubes in there. I don't know where I put that. Maybe soup too hot. Where would I find an ice cube here? I have Dude, too many on ice coffee, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Vince would be putting uh, scotch in there. Okay. So, uh, James. Crown Royal. <laughs> I love Irish coffee. Yeah. Um, there it is, plain as day. Love God. <laughs> you know, his, his burdens. <laughs> you know, I'll think of that. You know, it. it Aaron, his cross is, is, is light. It's the, it's the crosses that we make for ourselves that can get heavy and, and you know, we, have to, we have to deal with it. How about, how about I throw this out there? Um, in about 51 weeks, we have our next Malvern retreat. So do you think God wants us to invite people? I think he does. Yeah, so that's one way of loving somebody else because some of us here have experienced it. And I think we get a lot out of it. You know, sometimes we, sometimes we don't, depending on the speakers, right? And other things that go on or happen on a retreat. But I already have some ideas um, in terms of myself doing a better job because I feel like I can do a better job of trying to get guys to go there. This past time was just one, but I think we can do much better one. because I feel I only got one. No, just like, like brand new. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that by getting more men to go there, I, I really feel we want them to experience what we experience. And I don't know if you guys are still on a, a high from that weekend, but I always am when we get off of that weekend. Yeah, I saw that they had a few of these like kind of like uh, cards where you can invite people and give them a card. So I picked up five of those. So nice. I'm planning on filling those out. I'm going to give one to, I'm going to try it. I'm going to see my brother tomorrow. I'm going to try to, you know, See if he'll come next year. Um, I was going to invite the guy Joe Kelly. Um, really? For some reason, when I was when I was praying, I was I was like, "Up, oh, got to invite Joe Kelly." <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do that. Um, I gave one to my physical therapist several weeks ago. He's Catholic. He goes to the, uh, I think it's Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Doylestown. But I'll try. I'll try next year when I hopefully won't have them. <laughs> I don't want to go back. We'll see. Uh, what do you say with that? With your whole heart?
Heart, mind, heart, mind and, and soul. soul. Yeah, heart, mind, yeah. and soul. Heart, mind, soul. Another thing that this reminds me of was, um, I think I've said this before, but uh, uh, before I had my reversion experience, I had these bumper stickers. That one said that the truth is sacred, and another one said the golden rule. Because, uh, like Jesus in this gospel, I, I boiled down, <laughs> like, you know, I had my own kind of religion, and I boiled it down to, you know, that the truth is sacred, I love the truth, and, uh, and to treat other people as you'd want to be treated, you know, to love your neighbor, and so, like, I... And you can, you can boil down most things that I feel like you can even use like reason to uh, to, to to come to that and and, um, and and then like after I had my reversion experience like I was like oh duh I was thinking love God and love your neighbor but that's like you know how I was how I was doing it but uh, related to that I have these um, two stickers up above the doorway that I had gotten I, I had custom made because the reason I was going to put them on my on my um. Or, and because like they're supposed to be like the equivalent to that of love God and love your neighbor because the first one has a, has a image of the crucifixion uh, which shows like, God's love for us uh, you know and uh, and then the other one shows uh, like a picture of uh, someone uh, you know kind of giving a heart to other people and that's like us we're supposed to be like Jesus and, and empty ourselves out in love for our neighbors. I often find myself all throughout the day in the evening, uh, Jesus, I trust in you. And I just, I, I, I look up, I say that all the time. Be here working on a computer or doing whatever needs to be done, and I'll just look up, Jesus, I trust in you. And I, and I, and I say it all throughout the day. It gives me, a, it's, it's, it's like a, a security for me, like I hang on to it. And you know that picture of the, I think there's a picture of somebody grabbing the cloak of Jesus. I don't know if you've ever seen that picture, like, you know, and, and hanging on to his cloak, and that's, I feel like I'm that guy a lot of times, hanging on to his cloak with your life, you know, Jesus, I trust in you. And I, I say that, and uh, uh, it, it gives me a peace. It gives me a peace. So, um, <laughs> I had to look up the golden rule. So, um, <laughs> I don't like that either. Why not? Because oh, as you would like to be treated. Yeah. 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 Because do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, no. You should do unto others as they want to be treated. Yeah. Right. Because my my kid's mom, she loved to have massages, like you know, have her back rubbed or neck or whatever it is, right? And I couldn't stand to be touched like that. I would like to be out. Didn't do anything for me, right? Like, what is that? Like, you know, just a nuisance, right? So, so I just certainly didn't want that, but she wanted that. So it's not. That's exactly not the, the opposite. Uh, I mean, it depends so. on it depends on how you interpret that uh, part of as you would do on others as, as you would have them do to you. It, like, you know, if you can, like, obviously you mentally can put yourself in her position and know. That she would want that, and so then you could you could you could have to say that. But does it say that they could have easily said to yeah. one to others As, uh, what they what yeah. they wish? Well, but that's the thing is, I, that, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Treat others better than you treat yourself, yeah. or something like that. Well, that's why we have the this is. Because the golden rule that is in the gospel, Jesus literally says that do unto others as you have them do unto you. 
uh, and it's in the same context as as this as, as this one so, as as the two great commandments, but but um, like he even says after that that this is the law and the prophets, but but this is a different rephrasing of it to love, you know, to okay. love your neighbor. But you understand that, so I have the same issue. Yeah, with the same issue. Yeah, I mean, I I have I have it or I had it and maybe still have it myself. I totally understand that um, that kind of objection, but I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think it's as clear cut as you're making it sound. Nah, it's certainly not clear cut, but it's just like, you know, I mean, um, like I like to cook, so I like to cook for other people. I don't necessarily like other people to cook for me. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't, because yeah. I can cook, I like to cook. So, so. What did you make us that time when we came over? That was very delicious. Mm. Keith, I think you were traveling, you were on the road. Yeah. You watched well, the show. You made like a, was it like a linguine with shrimp in it? Yeah, it was, um, it was, uh, like, scampi, you know? Yeah, shrimp scampi. Shrimp and scallops and clams, yeah, so. This is a side note. What's your email address? I'm going to send you guys something that we're talking about right now. I yeah. just don't have yours for some reason. I don't know why. You don't have it. I, I've gotten any emails from you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, robert.nicosia, N-I-C-O-S-I-A. I think you're on the men's group emails. Yeah, and ho- at hotmail.com. So Nick O S I A. Yeah. Robert dot Nicosia. At hotmail. Okay, thanks. I'll read something to you guys soon. Okay, good. Thanks. Um, so, so I don't know. It's um, <clears throat> but I do, I do plan on having everybody over again sometimes. So, um, you're right there, Mark. Coming along. Those appearance. Summons the Pearson Court. Summons the Pearson Court. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. I should be getting one this week. You too. (laughs) For a while. Never got one before. I told you. She she filed finally, so, or she's filing now, so I've got to get. Two years later. I've got to get, um, I've got to get served, I guess. So, um, that's the two places that he mentions this? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, we can look up the other one. No, I, I, I have it written down here because there's only two. There's not three. When I had that four. bumper sticker, my brother <laughs> actually wrote this to me. This is like from like the first week of inverted. There's two keys from Timothy, Matthew seven twelve, the golden rule. So the golden rule is in Matthew seven twelve. Nice. Thanks. That's good. This is an article from some woman about six years ago. The title is "What I've Learned About Love and Surrender." <laughs> God has been teaching me a lot about real surrender and real love lately. And I'll give you the list. Here's what I've learned. Surrender is not passive. Surrender is action. Surrender is giving. Surrender is giving yourself. Surrender is emptying yourself. Surrender is forgetting yourself. Love is action. We talked about that. Love is giving. Love is giving even when it hurts. Until it hurts. Love is sacrificing yourself and your will. Love empties you of yourself. Love is emptying yourself. Love is forgetting yourself. Surrender and love go hand in hand. And here are two quotes. First one's from Mother Teresa. I love this one. Love to be real, it must cost. It must hurt. It must empty. And then Pope Francis. Love is more than a mere feeling. To love means to do good. In this way, we can experience the happiness of giving the grandeur of offering ourselves without measure, without expecting to be repaid. That's Pope Francis. 
I just send you guys an article if you want to read the whole thing. But those were good. For some reason, when you were saying that, it reminded me that um, that like uh, love being a self-emptying thing. It's like an act of of showing that other things are more important than you. That, that like you know, it's like there's like you know that you're. Uh, something about that that's like a healthy healthy thing to be yeah i mean if you just look at any social media just the way a lot of people are it seems like um, they're presenting themselves that it is about them you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah but there, there are many people out there whether you be an actor actress athlete you know you're great at playing a, an instrument whatever it is i mean there are people out there who are sharing their faith we just have to Maybe look to see um, who's out there and who's doing it. But it seems like we see more of the other stuff. Um, it's about me, 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 I, I, I. Um, the other stuff is out there, yeah. The Beatles song. I, me, mine. <laughs> I took a, a course in. T- Dale Carnegie, right? Um, he's big on relationships, right? And, and uh, of course, a lot of it's for uh, not just personal relationships, but business relationships, etc. And he, he he maximizes the benefit of that golden rule, too. You know, um, it's very interesting. It's quite quite a good a good thing. R- really, just um, put the other person. First, right? Have that person be your focus. You know, at least when you're with that person, not all the time, right? You don't have to be like thinking, like, well, what am I going to do when I leave here? Well, what am I going to do for Keith next week? Or, no. <laughs> when you're with Keith, make Keith feel like an important person, you know? Like, or, or make him feel good about himself, you know, or whatever. So. I've, I've heard many people say that. Like, when you're with somebody, ask yourself, how did that person make me feel? Sometimes right. terrible, sometimes so great, had, sometimes in between. Two weeks of guilt because I had an <laughs> argument with you over the uh, Protestant thing yeah. the other day, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, maybe I said things uh, that were wrong or uh, open to misinterpretation because um, I wasn't I wasn't speaking about you being a Protestant yourself. <laughs> I was talking about the methodology of the church, right, yeah. of that particular church. Wasn't it wasn't about their beliefs or about your beliefs, right? It was just I never, the, I didn't think that. So it was <laughs> no. the, it was the methodology, yeah. right? The, the communication style yeah. of the of the church, but um, yeah. So things you know things can affect people differently, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, like goobers, right? Yes, put me in a great so, frame of mind. Goobers, raisinets. Grip it. It was it was a very special, you know. But that's but all I'm saying. It took me absolutely no thought whatsoever, right? Because I was there in the store getting a card, and then said, "Well, what would he want?" And then I saw these. I said, "Well, that's what the story is." He remembers the guy who who started this Goober's thing. So then yeah, it was not even a it was not even a choice, right? At that yeah. point, right? and it was very special to me. I remember that birthday always. That you know, we came here. We had a simple rosary, and. Uh, 
menace, and uh, it, uh, it put me in a great frame of mind. It just, uh, it, it was like being on the retreat where you just, it, it's like stepping out from your, from, from your daily grind or whatever you're doing, and it, it rises above your typical day in and day out uh, things that you're doing. You're giving thanks to God and putting Him first and saying, Jesus, and I, look, praise the Lord. I praise the Lord every time, you know, my, my legs are falling off, whatever's happening, but I'm praising the Lord because that's the right thing to do. That's, you know, love right, the yeah. Lord. Yeah, so praise the Lord. And, 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 and that is, is kind of a conversion experience I'm going on right now. And I want to emphasize that it feels like every time I see somebody, praise the Lord. You know, praise the praise the Lord that, I'm, that, that 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 we're here, that we're able to do things, that we're able to gather like this. You can eat, you can drink, you 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 know, you want the the leaves are coming down. It's a beautiful day, and you're you know, what whatever the day brings, it brings. And uh, pr praise the Lord, and and that's momentous for me to keep it positive, because you could just jump in, you know, oh my God, oh, and it's just start. no stop. Stop. Yeah, I've been, I've been uh, on this earth for 60 years, right? And um, it was only like in the last year somebody told me something that it's just amazing how it sticks with me. Okay. If we counted our blessings, we wouldn't have time to count our problems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is like. And I only recently heard that, like in the last year or so, but it sticks with me constantly, and I tell people that all the time. It's just yeah. like, isn't that an amazing thing, right? Yeah. Because we, we're just, as a human being, we're just so um, focused on, on our problems and our issues and stuff. But look at us. How, how... I mean, look, you're in bad shape, but you could be a lot worse. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, it's just the way it it's is, true. right? I'm in, I'm in, yeah. you know, I'm getting, I'm going through this divorce. I was married 27 years. I could have been divorced, uh, you know, 20 years ago and lived in solitude for that long. So I have a lot of things to be grateful for. You know, it's yeah. just, you know, it's, you know I, go, I, I go back and I update my resume and I update my biography mm. and I look at it and you always typically put in the good stuff. And then, you keep track of that, and, and when you read it, and if yeah. nobody knew you or whatever, it's like, you know, it's it's been a pretty good life. Yeah, you, you know, all, all, all in all, you know, that it, it's there's there's a lot of good stuff there, just despite carrying a cross. And it was just like the speaker we had; he just got up there, and you know, every everybody has a story to tell, and everybody survives, and you keep going. So. The thought is, you know, all these years, you know, what's past was past. And so I get up every day trying to say, I want to do good. I want to do good today. Praise the Lord. You know, and just, just move forward, whatever comes. And, it, 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 you know, it, 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 only, only he knows what, 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 what is actually going to go on. Yeah. And he sees it all. Did you hear that? You heard that from in there? Uh, uh, if you had time to count your blessings, you wouldn't have time to count your problems. Or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, I didn't make it up, but I think it is. It's just uh, um, yeah, that's good. That that's a good point. You 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 whether you're writing in a journal book or you have a resume or a bio or whatever, whatever whatever's going on on with you, uh, 
lot of good stuff for you. Yes, praise the Lord. And that's one thing I got out of the, the retreat. Uh, I was you know, meditating on some things and, uh, and just wherever you are in life, that's where you are. And, and all these years passed by, we don't know how much more time we have here, but we'll just make the best of it and we'll always try and, uh, and do right by people. Do right by everybody. Feel good about that. How about you, Bill? The donut keeps tempting me. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, give it a shot. Go ahead, go for it. Stay away from those. <laughs> oh, geez, thanks, Robert. I'd be hate. I drank light beer last night. Did you drink a beer last night, Bill? Light beer. Light beer. I don't. I don't ever drink a light beer. Not a brother night come over. Not a Bud Light. No. Would you stop? I don't follow that crap. Uh, which, which, uh, which night came over? Oh, he's from uh, Ignatius. Brian Flately. <laughs> Brian Flately. Mm -hmm. We made our fourth degree together. Okay. You're a fourth degree now, though? Yeah, June 24th. Wow. You went into the so circle of fourth degree nights. Yeah, Tom's even got a blue hat on. Yeah, he's all blue hat. He's got this last weekend. Melbourne has a new uh, gift shop. Okay. It's okay. I mean, you got a shirt there. Yeah. It could be. I, I think they need more religious articles. That'd be nice, like rosaries and medals and. Well, yeah, didn't I, have any of that. No, they, not they, not that much at all. Yeah, no. well, it was I, I, yeah. In previous years, they did have more things yeah. like that, but I I actually feel like um, they're trying to get more raise more money. By I think they need. Yeah, you're right. But the sports stuff I thought could go. That, oh, yeah. I mean, they had all the sports memorabilia. It was kind of weird. Like a signed picture of Greg Lozinski when he was the first. That was kind of weird. The bowl. I'm like, get rid of stuff. Well, somebody must have donated it, maybe, and then they're trying to raise money. Hey, just, I guess. Auction them off and just take the money and just put it into the gift shop for religious stuff. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's bizarre. Religious books, though? Yeah, there were some, but they were highly priced. Like some we give out, like at St. John's at Christmas. Yeah, the Matthew Kelly books. That was kind of weird. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> there weren't that many books. I'm serious. Yeah. That kiosk over in the vestibule, which I stock up every that's several wonderful. months, that's I mean, wonderful. it was more books than in the book in that store. That is a, <laughs> that's a great kiosk. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. Is there I like more retreats coming to St. John's? Excuse me. Nothing at all. Oh, I, went to, I went to that meeting. The Which faith, one? Faith formation. Oh, how was it? There's a lot more going on there than our. I know there is. I, there's a faith formation group. I know that. Yeah. yeah. You know that. I, I just I had the social concerns committee meeting, so I had to go to that. Yeah, the there is a school there. That makes a yeah. difference. I understand. They only that. have yeah. one priest there. No, two priests, right? Two priests. Where's Brown that? Holmes and who's the other guy? Oh, Brown. Is it Kennedy? Is it Kennedy? He's retired. He lives there, but he's retired. Oh, so they only have. He came over for the blessing of the animals. No, but he, yeah, but he he says mass there, doesn't he? Yeah, but I don't think he's. Oh, you don't go to church. I don't think he's in the the starting rotation. So how does a church that gigantic only have one priest? We only have one. When you think about it. I think Ignatius is three times the size of Saint John's. What does the church in nativity have? One priest also? They have a guest one occasionally, but right. the only time he comes in is when the head priest, Father Michael, uh, I think it's like in the summer a few one times priest. when he doesn't do the message. It works. 
They only have one priest? How many yes. masses do they have? Three. Remember, guys, they have 5,000 prisoners. They get 4,000 no, no, prisoners. Yeah. It works for them. I mean, that's a lot. They have a really good, I'm not going to get into them. Good but, choir? Or I mean, they, they don't have a electric school. Guitar, electric guitar player? Yeah, they, yeah, they're a couple. They don't have a school. Oh, there we go. But they get two to 300 kids who are on a regular yeah. basis doing stuff in the church. That's tough on that guy. He's been there for like over close to 25 years, I think. He is? Yeah. That one priest. But the archdiocese just says. No, I know, but they're doing great things. Let's, let's let them keep going. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. I mean, even though he should be having another guy, even for him to train and keep it going. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that works down there. I don't know. Yeah, so that's, that's super. Um, yeah, school definitely changes the tenor of the church. That gives me something to focus on, too. Praise the Lord. What a dog. God. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, actually, that, uh, that, um, you know, there's this prayer that some people uh, say, you've probably heard before, it's called the morning offering prayer. Are you familiar with that? No. Um, How does it go? It goes, um, uh, O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, mm -hmm. I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sorrows of this day for all the intentions of your sacred heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my friends and family, and in particular for the intentions of, and you're supposed to say, uh, you know, Pope Francis, but I say Our Father, and then I go into the Our Father prayer. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I was thinking about how uh, that morning offering of, you know, giving your everything to Jesus, it, I feel like it helps you, you know, it's an, it's an act of loving God, and I feel like it helps you love your neighbor because you're 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 emptying yourself out to God, and then being like you know, it's all in your hands, and and um, yeah. So I feel like uh, you were saying how loving people is like putting them kind of above yourself, and so that's why like loving God first it is it helps you to do the other things because you you give everything you have to God, and then uh, He helps you give it to other people. Sorry if we we end the pod, the recording sure. now. Sure. All right. In the name of the Father and of the Son, Son and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.